wanted the best, you've got the best podcast, the hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Boss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, strap yourself in, keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com, the ChrisVossShow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for being here. Be sure to refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. See the video version of this. Go to YouTube.com forward slash Chris Voss. Hit the bell notification button. Go to Goodreads.com forward slash Chris Voss. Offer groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, especially subscribe to that LinkedIn newsletter. Jeez, that thing's killing it over there. And also our 132,000 member group on LinkedIn as well. Search for that on the Chris Voss Show. Today, we have an amazing company that's uh, doing some amazing things on top of doing some panels at South by Southwest. If you're following the hashtag pound South by Southwest or SWS, or I'm sorry, SX, SW, XX. SW, I got you. It's a tough Oh, that's like a whole thing there going on. South by Southwest. If you're not familiar with it, it's a beautiful big conference convention thing. They hold event they hold down there in Austin, Texas. You've seen this covered over the years. And we're going to be talking with Laura Hoffner today. She is the executive VP of Risk Solutions for a company called Concentric. Welcome to the show, Laura. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. There you go. And so uh, give us a plug on uh, where do we find Concentric and maybe briefly what you guys do. Yeah, you can find us at Concentric.io. And we're a holistic security provider. So we are mostly based out of the West Coast, but we run operations worldwide. And we do physical security solutions as well as digital and virtual security. Awesome sauce. So what are you guys doing there at South by Southwest this year? So South by Southwest has a new gaming track. And so what we've been seeing in the virtual world, especially, is the unique security paradigm that gamers and online influencers as a whole are facing in the security world. Their security is just not top of mind as it is with physical athletes or physical presence. And so we want to raise awareness to this unique situation that they have going on and hopefully provide some solutions. Does that include other gaming competitors that maybe lash out at you that steal your IP or or there's been, what, what they used to call that thing, swapping people, doxing. Yeah. And then there's times where if they find your IP and your address, they'll call the cops on you. I forget what that's called, swatting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that absolutely includes it. It's really just also this entire virtual personality that influencers have as a whole and how targetable they are. Unfortunately, in the world that we live in these days, you can really find out anything that you want about someone, including where they live and how to get access to them. So where is that line in the sand of when a virtual threat becomes a physical threat? Wow. And so how do you guys assist in prevention or protecting the security of gamers? Yeah, so right now it's this awareness. That's what we want to do with South by Southwest. And ultimately, we want to be having this conversation because a lot of people just don't want to engage in this because it's a tricky line going from your right to free speech. But then where does that line stop and you become a threat to the person that you're talking to? So freedom of speech does not necessarily mean freedom from responsibility of your actions. And so we want to engage on this. And so we had this fascinating panel that happened earlier today. We had Paul Foster 
who's a CEO of eSports. And then we actually had Ariel Powers, who is not only a WNBA star and champion, but she's also a gamer. So mm-hmm. we had three different perspectives, one being the person living it. That was Ariel. One being the administrative function over it, that's Paul and what he's doing and what responsibility those companies have for their the safety of their stars. And then Roderick Jones, who's our executive chairman, the solutions that he's bringing from the security aspect of it. So we just had an engaging conversation as to the different perspectives on this security problem set. Wow. Can you touch on some of the different things they talked about or perspectives that people should be aware of? Absolutely. So Ariel actually made a really good point that she sees more of a security problem set in the virtual world than the physical world. She engages and experiences more racism and more sexism online than she ever would personally or in person. And so that has actually switched into a stalker profile. So she had someone that was following her closely online. She wasn't really paying much attention to it because it was just online. And then they showed up at one of her games and tried to propose to her. Um, And we all know that can quickly turn into not necessarily a nice interaction. And so she has personally experienced that switchover from virtual to physical. Yeah. And I mean, there's been instances, I'm not sure about the gamer community, but you know, in like Hollywood and different things where someone has shown up and I think killed some people. I yes, mean, unfortunately. Soccer stuff can get really out of hand. Absolutely. It really can. Just two weeks ago, one of the TikTok stars that we have, her father had to, um, shoot someone, had a, a stalker wow. come into their house, and he had to respond immediately. And unfortunately, this issue is just not being taken seriously because of the perspective that gamers just aren't that influential or they don't deserve the same security protocol as people do in person. So we really need to stop that. And we need to enable these people a lot more than we are right now. The the Chris Voss show has always been into gaming. I think Kingston brought us back into it about 2012, 2013. We've got a, a pretty good size of Discord still these days. It used to be much larger when Destiny was much hotter than Destiny the game. Of course, Call of Duty, all the different things. And yeah. so I've spent a lot of time in the gaming community because we review a lot of gaming products. And yeah, the racism is out of control. The sexism is out of control. It's it's kind of like when people are in their cars, you know, they get really ugly in, in yes. you know traffic and stuff. They feel like, I, or I read there's a psychology of it. They feel they're insulated because they're in a car mm-hmm. when you're really not. If you really piss someone off enough, they're probably going to come open your door or try to open your door. But you know, people feel like, well, I'm protected. There seems that they, they don't really, I, I don't really know that they take their thing seriously. But we've had to combat it from such a huge level. I mean, I've had to have Sony Sony moderators come in. We have a whole team of kids drop the N-word all through a chat and have to have Sony come in and clean it up and Vic people. We've had that in our discord where we, you constantly have to be on the lookout for somebody either porn or hate or racism. There's always some sort of attack that goes on all the time. It's just, it's a constant struggle to fight it and trying to, yeah. And trying to, trying to beat that stuff is really awful. And then of course the hate is hate, whether it's racism or sexism is really ugly. And people can get really ugly in chats, online communities, and it's just, it's really something else. And what's the deterrent at this point, right? How do we Mm -hmm. get people to want to stop doing that? Or how do we follow through with them? Because right now you can kick them off the platform or you can cancel their username, but it's so easily easy to just make another username and pop right back on with that same discourse. Oh yeah, we've had that fight in our, in our discord. In fact, I think there's several different weapons discord has given us where 
they can't just they can't just go start a new account and log in or they have to go through certain security factors of having an account for a while or something. But yeah, it's just it's whack a mole in, in exactly. on steroids. And I don't that's the exact protocol that we're trying to get the larger populace to understand that needs to be taken into effect so that these TikTok stars, YouTube stars, gamers as a whole can mm-hmm. have that layer of protection that their overall company that's hosting their platform has their back on that. So you're making sure that people have to have verified accounts, that they're signing a code of conduct that they're actually holding people to and are kicking people out if they're not doing that. But then also, what's that next step? And we don't know what that solution is yet, but we need to start talking about it and figuring it out. Yeah. One of the problems are a lot of companies don't take it seriously. Like uh, the the running joke is among Bungie, Destiny, the game players, is the reports that you're pouring on people just go into some wastebasket somewhere. Nothing is done. They claim to be, oh, we've got some cheater software. I think Call of Duty came out with some cheater software too recently. I think theirs is working. But you know, I mean, and a lot of these, a lot of the people I have the hardest time with is not really grown up people. It's these kids. Yeah. It's almost like some, there should be a thing like I'm reporting you to your mother sort of button. And, and maybe that needs to happen because it seems like Sony and these other folks, I mean, I've tracked these guys because they have to, because a lot of times what we'll do is like you mentioned, we'll ban them. But sometimes I have to shut down either access to the discord for a while or access to our clan groups that we have. I, I used to have 15 clan groups and we'll have to shut it down for a while for to, to where no one can join because we can't fully block these guys. They'll come and they'll bomb it with whatever sort of ugliness they have. And then you bl- kick them, block them, but you literally track their accounts. Like a lot of them I would put into what we call the black book and track their accounts to see if Bungie or Sony or other players did something with them. Sometimes they give them like a week ban or something we'd hear about it. Cause they'd be like, you got me banned for a week. And I'm like, you, you should be banned off the platform, but whatever. Yeah. In perpetuity, and maybe they would learn. I don't know. I mean, it seems like there's so many different gaming platforms. How, do you guys uh, talk with gaming platforms? Is there what's the feedback from them? I guess. Well, that's what we brought in Paul because he's as the CEO of esports. He's got a vested game or a vested interest in this. And what was so fascinating, we directly asked them, "Is it esports' responsibility for?" the health and welfare of the people on their platform. And he says, absolutely it is. But how we do that, we don't know yet. And he is adamant that it's okay to say that we need to discuss this and not have the solution ready to go. But ultimately, there are not enough of these hosted platforms and companies that are taking that responsibility. They're just like, hey, we're just here to provide the service. We can't do anything else. We've all seen that actually, no, you do have that responsibility to do more. I mean, Facebook has been having these conversations on the national and international spectrum in regards to what their inherent responsibility is by being this host. And so we're just seeing those ripple effects in these smaller companies. Wow. And so what sort of companies do you work with? Who are your clients sort of thing? Not name by name, but you right. know, who, what, what type of people do you work with and help? Yeah, we work with both individuals and corporations, usually of the high net worth variety, because they have such a unique security protocol. Not only is it that they need to have an insulary security detail whenever they travel or even in their homes, but they have such a large online profile that people are following them and would like to interact with them either on a healthy or an unhealthy level. And so that's where we need to step in and ensure that their safety is across the spectrum, not just in the physical world. And do you guys accomplish that through software or 
All of the above, really. So we have it in person when we give them our agents on the ground, but then we also have an Intel arm that provides them with pre-trip analysis, during trip analysis. And then we are always there letting them know what's going on in that area of the world in case we need to evacuate them on a moment's notice. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. And so then we also have this great new program called Eclipse, and it's a digital privacy aspect. And so what we do is really scan about 250 different aggregators to see what information is out there on you. And then we work to take it down on your behalf so that it's not as easily found out where you live, what your credit card number is, your history, et cetera. Yeah. That, so you guys almost sound like a secret service, a private secret service. <laughs> we have a couple of prior secret service people that work for us. <laughs> wow. There yeah. you go. There you go. I noticed on your website, corporations, family offices, law firms, investors, government people, maritime, nonprofits, uh, all things to protect people. And I imagine the more successful you are, or if you have money, of course, you can, the more, the bigger target you get for being, for weirdos on the internet. Yep. When I was one of the top people early on Twitter, uh, I think I was in the top 1,000 the first year or something. We adopted to it really quickly and then took it over. And of course, the Forbes top 50 and all those awards that I got. Yeah, when you get successful at different levels, the weirdos can come at you. And a lot of times they come out to take you, they come to tear you down because of some sort of jealousy or whatever the thing is. Let's talk about, uh, you. It, I know it's on your website here, some stuff about Ukraine. Talk to yes. us about what you guys are doing in Ukraine. Yeah, sorry. Just one more point on the what you just brought up. With our online gamers and influencers, that's exactly the issue that we're seeing is that these people think that they have a very close relationship with these influencers because they're streaming from their bedrooms. They've got... Mm -hmm access to their live stream of consciousness. On Twitter, you can say whatever you're thinking at any time. And so that level of connection and relationship in an unhealthy person can quickly move into the fanatical. And so these people are, of course, thinking that they have these in-depth relationships with the people that they're following. And of course, they're actually not. And so when they switch over from that virtual to physical, that's that's when we need to step in. But we just need to figure out what are the warning signs before they go into the physical world so that we can prevent it from happening? Yeah, I've had gal pals online where I've seen some in their comments and I've been like, I don't know, have you noticed that dude that's being, there's some creep factor 10 going on there. Hey, I, more it. Yeah, yeah, and, right. yeah, and you're like, uh, you should you should keep an eye on that one. That mm -hmm. one's uh, that one's posting some weird stuff. And then they usually have a picture that looks like Igor from just, I just lost the Igor crowd, all two of them. The, the uh, note to self, shut down the hate mail email. But I get that too on a micro level. I mean, at events, we have people that run yeah, up to yeah. screaming the Chris Voss show. The Chris Voss show! They love that singing part, which I can never get rid of. It's catchy. Um, it's catchy. People love it. And and we tried to stop doing it, and people got upset about it. So we just have to keep doing it, I guess. But they'll run up to you at the show, and they go, The Christmas Show! And you're like in an event. You're doing business. You're interviewing or something. And, it, I mean, I like it. It's nice. I like the fans. But on the on the flip side of it you're just you're kind of freaked out sometimes she's like you i don't know who you are you have no like, intent when they're coming up to you you don't know what they, they feel like they like you and uh, they know you cuz i've spent yeah. so much time watching you and i'm like hopefully it was online <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it wasn't through my window or something also it's very one sided <laughs> yeah it's really cuz i'm just cuz you don't know who they are you're just like you okay yep. yeah you uh thanks for you and a mid <laughs> conversation or something, but so let's touch on the Ukraine thing. Please, I would love to. So we um, assisted with the evacuations from Afghanistan last fall. We have a lot mm -hmm. of our 
staff who were either service members like myself who served in Afghanistan multiple times or at least touched that problem set over the last two decades. How could you not? And so when the Taliban were taking over again last summer, we saw a unique opportunity where a philanthropic effort could be provided a solution by our world. And so what we ended up doing is chartering the last civilian flight that went out of country before the U.S. military fully left. So it was originally supposed to have 188 people on it. It ended up having about 360 because they just stuffed the plane. But the efforts to get those people out were truly monumental and an international solution that we provided. And so we started a nonprofit named 188 in uh, credence to that group that we got out. And we weren't expecting to put it to use so soon thereafter. But then when Ukraine kicked off two weeks ago, we again saw our same solution. So we've been working for about the last week and a half on evacuations from Ukraine. We've got people on the ground in Lviv and then in Warsaw, over in Romania, all working networks in order to get people out. So we've been providing solutions from a surrogate baby that was born six days before in Kiev and her surrogate mom left her having fulfilled her part of the contract and her parents were in Norway. So we had to get the parent into Kiev in order to pick up the baby and then safely back out while avoiding Russian attacks. So that's one single operation of what we've been trying to do. And then we had a blind woman in Irpin, which is unfortunately very heavily surrounded by Russian forces, who we were finally just able to get out and brought her to Hungary. So getting all of these different situations, understanding their personal plight and how we can get into them and where they want to go, it is a massive network that's providing that solution. And so it's all being done under 188. And so we've been asking for donations in order to assist with this, because of course, the cost of these evacuations is going up as the security goes down. I'm sure evolves. Right. And so then we also found this organization in Lviv that is specializing for women that have been battered or subject to trafficking. And so what money we don't spend on rescues, we're then going to send to this shelter to assist them with their efforts. That's good. That's good. It's a crazy situation that's going on there now. And it really is. It, I'm glad that we're able to do something in order to help, but it, it just doesn't ever feel like enough. There's always more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that whole thing hopefully turns out or mm-hmm. ends soon. It's just, it's unfortunate what's going on and horrible. One man, just one man can ruin the whole world. I, I, I thought we learned this in 1945. I know, but, who knew uh, ego could still get us. But, you know, these are the yeah. situations where you can absolutely dwell in all of the bad things that you are seeing. And my goodness, isn't it bad? But wow, how many people have volunteered their time, effort, money in order to provide these solutions that they don't know these people. They just want to assist in some way. And I just haven't seen this kind of international coalition effort to assist the people of Ukraine or any demographic really since 9-11 has the world not been so united in this effort. So it's nice to focus on that aspect of humanity that when the crisis is there, so many people are willing to answer, ourselves included. Yeah, I'm so glad the world's come together instead of people being, well, I don't know. I mean, that's what they counted on, or Putin counted on. So it's good to know. Anything we need to know more about your company, the panel from Southwest uh, that we need to I think it's just that we are really trying to have this conversation be had. It is a mm-hmm. unique situation. We don't have an easy solution. Of course, if there was an easy solution, it would have been figured out by now and implemented. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be bringing it up and talking about it. And the people who are suffering, our victims, our influencers, our YouTubers, it's easy to dismiss them because they chose that line of work. But they shouldn't have to be targeted or even die 
high as we've seen because of this line of work that they chose. Definitely. Most definitely. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Laura. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And give us the, the .io one more time. Concentric.io. There you go. So, guys, be sure to check it out. Go to YouTube.com, Forecast Chris Voss. Hit the bell notification button. Go to Goodreads.com, Forecast Chris Voss. All of our groups on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and all those different places. Stay safe, be good to each other, and we'll see you guys next time.